Liesl, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. I love Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. How can you not? They're pretty legit. It's a great business and it's even greater people. So local people running that business, doing great things. And, and it's the home for enlightened style shades. Enlightened style shades. I just like saying that. And it does sound, it sounds, sounds kind of big time. It does. Sounds very big time. And look, they've got, they don't just do shades. Like almost all of your interior decorating needs. They're there. They can help you get them. I even have pillows. I have pillows on my couch from Budget Blinds. Hmm, I didn't know you had pillows. Yeah. Throw That's pillows. amazing. I know. And who doesn't love throw pillows? Everybody loves really. throw pillows. And supporting a local business that gives back to the community is always a win. Always a win. So when you're ready to make your home the best home it can be, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Liesl and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker. This is Liesl Hayes. I know I changed it up. Oh my gosh, you did. Look what you did. We're not doing video today, folks. No, Uh, we're not. And the look of confusion on Liesl's face when I didn't introduce her this time was, well, it was priceless. I mean, I think he's just getting back at me for the last episode. Is that what's going on here? I am a little bit. You know, you forced me to allow you to interview me. I I, I thought it, you know, I thought it was a good conversation. I, I enjoyed it. It was uncomfortable for me because I wasn't in control and I like control. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it, was it was good. good and we, I think, you know, I think people liked it, whether you want to admit it or not. We got some nice compliments. We did. Uh, uh, from people and 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 some people I, I respect around town, you know, gave us some nice compliments from it. Uh, not you, Gary. I, I'm not sure if I respect you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Gary. You know, Just I love you. Just joking. Um yeah, no, it was interesting, but I am going to get you back for, for you know, making me not have control for a week. Okay, so I am going to accept that you are going to get me back today. Right. Well, it's going to be fine. Maybe not today. Okay. Maybe not tomorrow. I just don't know when it's going to come, <laughs> you won't right? Know. Okay, that's not scary at all. It's great. I kind of wanted to play off a similar theme, though, because you, you, know, you were asking me kind of about how the, how the podcast had evolved and kind of some of the decisions that I had made, including not really getting into the election cycle this this year and 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 I hope that that made sense and 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 I still feel some guilt about it but um I kind of wanted to 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 follow that similar theme as you are you are um you're coming in now I mean you've you've been the new host for a few months now yes um we really leaned in on some having some interview guests which which we will continue to do we have we have a a, a good slate I think of some some guests coming up um, but, but I kind of wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, that, that portion of the podcast where we talk about issues, we talk about things going on in the community. And, and so I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of let you talk to people about, about, you know, some of those issues that maybe had grabbed your head and why you wanted to, to jump in on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know you are not the, uh, political government nerd than I am. No, I definitely <laughs> am not. <laughs> Uh, you know, you really like to focus on, on just, on just people, uh, around, but, but I'd also know that you were an involved member of the community. So, so I was curious and uh, a little bit about maybe what are some of those things and, and we can still talk a little bit about the current election if we want to, um, curious just about what some of those things were that, that kind of you think we ought to be talking about in our, in our town. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
Nick, one of the things that I know we talked about the last episode is I just love that you're a story listener and a story collector. And I think that you have the opportunity to sit down with people and ask them questions and get them to places that usually they don't arrive at on their own. And I enjoy that you provide like this human aspect to interviewing people. And so for me, like, I love doing that in my everyday life, as you know. Um, I mean, I'm the person that for whatever reason, like I'm checking out at the grocery store and like, I ask someone how they're doing and like I get like the life story, right? And I really enjoy that aspect. And I think that a lot of us don't get to see the human side of people in our community. And you bring that out and and give a voice to that. So that's one of the things that I really loved and maybe why I asked you to be on the podcast, even though I'm not going to admit that out loud. Oh, wait, I just did. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, to me too, that's part of the point of why we not really the point, but one of the reasons why we get into the the, the political stuff, right, is, is because it is local. We can it can be personal, right? Like so, you know, if we bring in the mayor or the candidates for mayor to 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 have a conversation, or candidates for school board or city council or whatever, it it I want to give voters a chance to know who these people are, not just the bullet points on their flyer, and not just you know whatever the topic du jour is, which oftentimes, as we've seen this election, aren't real topics, um, but get to know who they are. Like, like, you know, hey, this is your neighbor. Do you really, do you want to vote for him? Do you think your neighbor is a good representative of the community? And, and it's not just, just a face. Cause when you vote for, you know, you vote for state legislatures, you vote for Congress or whatever, right? You don't really know who those people yeah, are. And you're absolutely. never gonna you, and you're never gonna never, interact with them. You're Chances never gonna are. have that opportunity unless, you know, you have a business relationship or something, right? Mm-hmm. You just you just don't know them. Yeah, you the don't know. The majority of people all. don't know them. But here you can. And I think I said yes. I said last week, you know, you can go to the parade and stand right next to your council member. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, Nick, one of the other things is I think there is a small subset of people in this community that get access to, you know, our elected officials on a regular basis. Like you look at, you know, people who belong to Rotary or business owners or they go to the chamber, they're involved in downtown Lee Summit Main Street and, Whether we like to admit it or not, while those opportunities are available to everybody in this community and we welcome people into those circles, you know, the day-to-day life of, you know, if you're commuting like me to Cerner in the past every day in North Kansas City and, you know, you work the 8 to the 8 a.m. to like 12 a.m. shift, which you did at Cerner, just kidding. You don't actually get visibility to these people in your community. And I think one of the things that the podcast does is it says, you know, there's not just this small subset of people who can now access these elected officials. Like, we're going to give them the opportunity to come on here and share about their lives and their issues and humanize them and, and help you make informed decisions about who the heck you want to vote for, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important to, to note those. I mean, you're right. There are a hundred or so people and like, I, I have, I have been part of newspapers and lots of communities around, around the Midwest and, and every community has that. 
every community has a Absolutely. core group of people that get stuff done, yes. right? They are they're uber involved in things. They have access to whoever the elected representatives are, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's that, great. That is what it's sometimes. And, sometimes and they are, use their superpowers for good. Of those sometimes not. Like, and that's the thing. Like, we are those people, right? Because we've chosen to be those people. We've chosen to invest in that. We're entrepreneurs. We don't have the eight to five jobs. So we have the ability, I think, to get to know these people on a different level than the majority of our community does. Right. And But I think the, the, the point I always try to make, though, is it's not that hard. No, it's absolutely even not. Even if you have the, even if you are a commuter and you have the eight to five job in, you know, in downtown Kansas City or in one of the neighboring suburbs, even if you have that, you can get involved. You can be part of what's going on. And it's super easy. If you want to make that choice, that conscious decision, you can, you can get involved with one of the many local charities or more, right? You can, you can, you can donate, you can listen to a podcast like this or read, you know, read Link to Lee Summit and get some information so that you are an informed voter. I mean, that's the start. Like, how do you want to be involved in community? Here's the start. I'm going to be an informed voter. I'm going to know what's going on. But you can also go to any event you want and you can meet these people and you can see what they're, what they're like on a personal level. It's not that difficult. And it doesn't have to be, you know, just that one group of people. Yeah, no, I agree and, with and, you. You're right. And I realize... It always will be, but access access locally is not as hard. Right. Like you said, you I mean, you is. can go to the downtown Lee Summit, Emerald Isle Parade. You know, you can get involved in the chamber. You can get involved in Rotary. You can do all of those things. And it's not that hard to get involved and to meet those people and to understand them. So, yes, there's a lot less of a barrier for entry is what I think you're saying Yes, in comparison to a lot of the other people we vote for. And, and the reality is, is, you know, as much as we want to believe that we have a bunch of control over national and state politics, really right here at home is where we have the most influence. And, and honestly, it's where most of the impact happens. Right. Like you, you always say that. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Well, so you actually told me, uh, uh, I think it was yesterday, yesterday, that that you know you you understood where I was coming from, kind of taking a little little break from it, but that you know you were a little leery of the kind of that feel of the state and national politics hemorrhaging into our local game. Yeah, I mean, and I it, can't believe I just said game. Yeah, but it actually, I will tell you this, it kind of makes me mad. Like, and I know that not mad in a way that's. It's just, it's not right. It doesn't feel right to me. Like, I feel like in general, our nation has become super polarized on very specific issues. I feel like there's not as much bipartisan effort to solve challenges. And you know what? Maybe it's the difference between me being a kid and a teenager and a college student and now being an adult. Maybe it's always been like this, but for me personally, it feels like we've become divided on issues in our community that don't actually affect our community. And I think that's what makes me angry about it is like... It's sitting here and a candidate saying, you know, I'm going to focus on inflation. Well, you have no control over inflation. Like, that's just you leveraging 
something that is important at the national level and acting like you have an impact here locally. And I, I, that's not a thing. Like you as an elected local official have little to no impact on inflation. And now I'm getting on my soap. <laughs> no, I agree. And I think some of that polarization though is, is, is by choice. Yeah, no, I agree. I think we like, we like, we like the fight. And I think some of that is, is based on, you know, a few years of pretty much isolation, right? Where we just, but I think, I think we like that fight and we like to silo each other and I'm this team, you're that team and whatever to win. But Nick, why do we do that? I'm just trying to understand, like, why do we do that? I don't know. You're the one who does all the personality tests. I know, I know. And maybe it's safe. Like, well, maybe it feels safe. It, like It, it does. And, and I think, and I, here's what I honestly think. I think it's because we want to feel like we have access at the state and national level. We want to feel like we have a way to affect change and to be a part of the process. We want to have what we have locally, uh, but yeah. instead we're making decisions that take that local feel away because, hey, if we're if we're this, then we're part of that movement. Yes. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and I don't know. I don't know if that did make sense or, or, no, or not. No, it but. makes sense to me. It's funny because you always say I'm not cynical. I will say. <laughs> And I, in general, I'm you not. You like rainbows. I'm, I'm sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and happy puppy stuff. But at the end of the day, like, there I'm are like, that certain puppy's gonna issues. Poop in my lawn. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it to poop in my lawn. Um, there are certain issues for me where I reach this threshold of, like, max frustration. And then I become cynical and apathetic and feel like I don't have the ability to affect this area. Um, locally, and I think this is one of those areas where I feel a little cynical about and a little apathetic, and I know I shouldn't. I agree. Well, then let's 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 change that focus a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So if you uh, if you did have a wand of power, <laughs> the magical <laughs> wand. Wait, are you stealing my questions now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. No. Okay, well, but, okay. We say we can affect change locally. What are some things here locally? What are some things that we should be talking about as a community? Things that maybe we need to focus our our energies on? You know, and maybe there's something that, maybe there are issues that we are working on and talking about. What are some things, I guess, from your perspective, when you look at Lee Summit and and, and that, that, hey, here's some things we can fix or here's some things that are important that we're doing. Let's let's keep the, that effort up. Um, it doesn't have to always be, you know, something wrong. I think, I think sometimes it's, Hey, we're focusing over here and we should do that. We should mm -hmm. do that more. Yeah. Well, I'd start with parking in downtown the summit. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm messing with you, Donnie Rogers, director You're gonna of Main me Street. I'm going to get box. in trouble. Um, so, you know, I think I want to take all the parking away. Yeah, we should take all the parking away. <laughs> we're just going to make Actually, it. That's not true. I want, I want more parking on the outskirts. I want to take, I want to make it a pedestrian downtown. Yeah, I know. That's I my, love this idea. That's my dream. Actually, you could go on this tangent because I agree with you 100%. Think of the all of the things we could do, not only safety-wise for events and stuff, but like if if we had pedestrian like things that the businesses could do like actually do things on the sidewalks or you know in the streets every once in a while. I think we could do a lot of things also. It's just cool. It's so cool. And there are a lot of cities who have done this and have yeah. modeled it. And so I think we are very reliant and car driven and, and that's not just Lee Summit. Like that's, you know, yeah. pretty much everywhere in America for the most like, part. Look, don't get mad at me folks. It's just, I said, it's my dream. I have zero power and influence when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, we so both don't. have zero power and influence on that one. Now we do mention it, 
you know, and people look at us like we're kind of crazy. Well, I do it because I, I like to make people like, Donnie and, and others cringe. Like, yeah, we stop, do. Stop that. You guys we like gonna... to scare them. <laughs> I like to s- make sure that they get those bad emails. Yeah, I like to say that we need to add more events in downtown. That's usually <laughs> how I give them a hard time, the Main Street staff. I'm like, we don't have enough events in downtown. That's okay, we went on I a do. tangent as okay, we usually do. Okay, But what are some things? Oh, look, you're bringing me back. I am. I'm going to bring you back around. What are some things you think we should be focusing on? Okay, so for instance, like I really enjoyed hearing more about the bond issue. From Dr. Buck coming in here, you know, having a conversation around, you know, we're falling behind as it relates to teacher pay in the Lee Summit School District. And and how are we solving that? How are we making sure that we're attracting um, and maintaining, you know, the talent that we need to continue to have stellar public schools? Like, that's a real Lee Summit issue. And so I would say, like, continuing to be informed and updated on things that affect the school district, on things that affect our children, is is something that is really important to me. And I think whether you have kids or not, it's still something that is important from a community perspective because people move in here ultimately because there are good school districts. And that is a big issue for me. I think one of the other issues for me is affordable housing in Lee Summit. Um, the, the reality is, is we have a lot of people who work. Now you're sucking up. I know I am sucking up, totally sucking up. Um, we have a lot of people who in this community work here but can't afford to live here. So how are we, you know, creating a community where people have access to live, work, and play in Lee Summit? And I think that really means something to me. I think it does too. And I think, and I think it, it, you know, a lot of business owners have staffing issues and they have for the last year or two, right? Well, how much of that could be solved if the people they're trying to hire can live here as well? Absolutely. Right. And I think there's, there's always a balance to, you know, how much are you paying versus how much can they afford? There's always a balance to try to figure all, all of that out, but you're right. We need to have, I think that ability for for more housing for people that 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 can can be a part of of the community and it, and it's a it's a tough it's a tough conversation yeah. but I feel like I think what bothers me more than anything is I feel like it's a conversation that's been avoided a hundred percent that there are there are many people who will do anything not to have that conversation yes. and they get all weird about like the single family housing or like the apartment units like multifamily housing sorry not single family yeah. housing opposite day but people like panic over that and I'm like let's take a deep breath collectively as a community and let's have a conversation about what we want our community to look like and what we want it yeah. to be. And the reality is... And the simple is, fact is, too, that a lot of those new multifamily developments... Yeah. Those people are spending more to rent than they are in mortgage yeah, payments for people like, that own homes. you look at the downtown apartments that came in. Like, yeah. those are high-end luxury apartments. I mean, they are... And some people, that's the type of environment they want to live in right they want to be able to walk downtown we they want to be able to not have to have a lawn to mow and like right and this will get me on my soapbox too i don't i don't like judging people their investment in the community based on what they pay in taxes and property taxes um because a lot of people that especially that particular complex right you know there's a lot of people there that you know they run a business they own a business they they are volunteers for local charities. They do a lot of things that make them invested members of, of the community, and I think we need to change our definition of how we of how we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Also, and I think- also, 
I don't go. know if you guys know this or not, but they're spending a ton of money in our downtown district, which sends a lot of tax money into that particular taxing district, right? Absolutely, which it does. is going to be a huge part of paying for the new public development that's happening across from City Hall. So all of those things play into it, and, and uh, every business owner downtown will tell you, adding that, adding that piece of multifamily has has been tremendous for their business. Yeah, I mean, it's been a game changer. I mean, most most of the business owners will talk about like how it has dramatically increased their revenue. And I get that, like it makes sense. I mean, they can, people who live in that complex can walk to downtown Lee Summit, there's restaurants, there's shops, still need a, a grocery store, but we're uh, gonna get there. Dreams. That's another one of our dreams, to have a grocery yeah. store in downtown, yeah. Yeah, that's another another dream I have. So, I mean, that's, those are a couple of things on my list. I mean, I also think it's important that we continue to invest in our community. It's one of the reasons why you and I are involved in downtown Lee Summit Main Street. I mean, we do get visibility to the changes and the investment that is happening in downtown. And even though it's taken like a thousand years and it feels like we've been talking about it forever, it is finally happening, right? Yeah, I think there's 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 a lot happening, and just I I always think it's fun to to look back because I left Lee Summit for a few years, and I left in 2005. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Just when they were starting uh, to change the streetscape plan, so but when I came back in in late 08, I think it was, um, a new city hall had been built. All of the changes, you know. Um, now we're Llewellyn, you know, we're Llewellyn's and the Vogue. Those were all redone. There was the building. There used to be a parking lot across the street. It was at the Darren building, I think. Is what, so, so much had changed and, you know, started becoming the downtown that we, we, we know and we love today. So it's, it's, it's cool to see all of that and an organization like that that really helps kind of push it and, and promote it. And, and look, I tell people too, if you want to volunteer for something that's fun, that's a fun group. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Not only do you get like the fun of knowing a little bit of what's happening on the inside, but you just you get to be a part of a lot of cool things and a lot of really really awesome. Yeah, people. I mean, I feel like I'm basically Lorelai Gilmore living in Stars Hollow. Oh, like Lord. that. I know, but you I can't <laughs> help it. Like I do. I walk downtown. Here's what I love. I work downtown. I can walk over here. I walk down to the coffee shop. Like people wave at me. Like I just I eat that stuff up. Is it a whole like hand I wave or a one finger love wave? It. It's Nick, don't don't tell my Oh, secrets. that's that's me. I get that. Yeah, way. that's right. You're the only one who flips me off and down. Oh no, no, I, I just get it. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Okay, so um, I think aside from that, are there are there some? I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Let's put this out. Speak it to the ether. Okay, go. Are there some stories you want to tell? Are there some people? That you want, you would love for us to have as guests, some some things that people you want to meet or stories you you know that you think need to be told. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think for me, I really loved our conversation the other day with Meredith. Yeah. And I think you know. I want her to be my new friend. Gosh, I want to be her friend. Like she is such an incredible human. And so for me, I think. Traditionally, you know, we've had a lot of people who not only live, but they work in Lee Summit, right? And I think we've had a lot of amazing conversations. I'd love to expand 
a little bit outside of it and start to think about the Merediths of the world who they may not work or they may not live in Lee Summit, but the work that they are doing has a dramatic impact on our community. That's a great idea. Do you have anybody in mind? <laughs> you really are putting me on the spot. Okay, so yes. I thought about like some of the Truman Harlan Community Foundation people and having a conversation with them. Maybe like Diane around the grants that, you know, have a major impact in this community that we may or may not know contribute to places like Prodeo, right? Or you look at, and I realize Drum Farm is in independence, but yeah, you just look at the impact that that foundation has in Eastern Jackson County and in Lee Summit, and I get excited about that. I, I think that's I think that's a good point. And we had... Uh... I think it might have been during the 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 uh, lockdown pandemic times. We had we had the CEO Phil Hansen on. Uh, oh, I didn't once know to that. Talk, okay, to talk a little bit, but but I think you're right. There are some stories out of there, and there are even local people who have their funds and their foundations running through there that 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 do impact programs here as well as just you know, hey, if you have kids graduating high school and looking for scholarships, there are a million scholarships. Yeah. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but there are a ton of scholarship funds that run through there that you can, you can go in and, and, and apply for. And some of them, you know, some of them have like a hundred people that applied for them. And some, literally some of them had three people. Yeah. It's crazy. So there are lots of other opportunities. I think you're right. You're right. There, there are some opportunities there. I think for some stories. I also impact. think there's like this, there are some unsung heroes in our community that sounds really freaking cheesy but a little cliche okay it's totally cliche maybe it's more this maybe it is giving voices to the individuals that we don't traditionally think about as leaders in this community and I know you do that but for instance okay the other day and I will not disclose names because I I want to maintain this person's anonymity if they do not want to share but I was getting like my nails done and the person who was living in the community and working at this place, she had an experience with Prodeo and, you know, Prodeo changed her life. Like she was given this opportunity outside of, you know, school to meet other youth her age, to have a program that was supportive of her, um, her career, you know, what her career goals were. And now she is in this community she lives here, she works here, and I think those stories are also important because while Elaine is incredible and she tells such beautiful stories about, you know, the youth at Prodeo, it's really cool to see someone graduate through that program and then also give back. Like, she also volunteers at Prodeo now, too. So it's, I love those kind of stories because they really help us realize the impact that we're making through those grants or whatever it is. I think that's a that's a good reminder, especially for me because I like we've been doing this six years, six hundred some episodes, right? It's a good reminder that sometimes we got to go past the 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 CEO, the director of those things, and hey, let's go talk to somebody and get get you know stories from within. And while those 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 directors do have a great ability to tell the story of their their organization, but it, we need to dig deeper sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's a good that's a good reminder. Oh, did you just agree with me on something? I did. What time is I it? I even complimented. What day is it? I, I know you kind of complimented me, and I didn't really know how to accept the compliment, but yes, 
Thank you. Look, <laughs> look what I did. I accepted your compliment. Well, look, our, our next uh, episode is going to be we're, we're kind of more on the political realm of things. Um, Mayor Bill Baird and new city manager Mark Dunning are going to drop by the vault for conversation. We're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about the the bond the the issue on on the ballot coming up so that'll be kind of the last thing before the election happens but then we've got a few more we're gonna we're gonna do some more personal stories um and some local business stories i think you know it's good we want to promote some local businesses too so let's let's tell some business stories about the you know, local brands and things that are happening we're gonna do a lot of that Liesl. now's your chance you get, you get to tell stories i'm excited all right we should like keep doing this every week what do you think i think we're gonna Okay, let's do it. I know this wasn't this was just a little bit of talking this week, but I I kind of wanted to to I didn't want to really do the same thing Lisa did with me, but I I thought it'd be a good idea for people to learn a little bit why you're doing it and and what the stories that you want to tell. So we are going to dig into those stories in the coming weeks. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.